Welcome to another episode of the Independent Grind Podcast, a conversation by the Independent Coffee Shop and why we love her. Wherever you are and however you're listening today, we're thrilled to have you with us. For those joining us for the very first time, welcome. If you love coffee shops even half as much as we do, you are in the right place. Matthew is taking us to a little coffee shop called Ground and Pound in Alpharetta, Georgia today, where sources close to the situation have reliably informed me that Power Rangers... That's right. Power Rangers will play some role in part of the review. Thanks for the lead in, John. Let's get to it. Today's coffee shop in the spotlight is Ground and Pound Coffee in Alpharetta, Georgia, northern suburb of Atlanta, about 15 minutes outside the perimeter. Well worth the drive for any listeners that uh, come from Atlanta. Um, Just as a brief aside before I get into the review, This was just one of those days that it seemed like everything went right, and it reminded reminded me why we started this podcast. Um, You know, there's just some days are easier than others, but this was definitely one where it reminded me of the first love. Obviously, because we didn't, you and I didn't get in this for the money. It just has happened to turn out really lucrative. Um, But originally, we got into money's nice. The money's nice. The money's nice, but it's you know it's not really why we started this thing. And, no, of course not. And today's review just exemplifies that. I want to I want to focus my review on three facets: the menu, the ambiance, slash the shop itself, and the story. So starting out with the menu, this is a great place to meet someone. They have a, an extensive menu, a lot of great sandwiches. Uh, I've actually been here a couple times before. The Pounder is a fan favorite, and if you want to go find out what The Pounder is, go find out for yourself. As far as what I had to drink, um, I did go during the week, which meant no hot chocolate for me. As you know, as, as many of our listeners know, I've experienced a, a significant diet change, so no hot chocolate for me during the week. It's a lifestyle now, right? It's a total lifestyle change. It's a paradigm shift, if you will. Well, we're all proud of you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> no sarcasm at all no none none whatsoever all right now i'm gonna say a bunch of words that i don't really know what they mean but i'm sure that some sophisticated listener out there will so in the off chance that they will please write me let me know what these mean because this was somehow related to the coffee that i ordered single origin pour over honey process Nicaraguan blend. Actually, I know what that means. That that just means it's from Nicaragua. Again, the tasting notes were actually the reason why I ordered this coffee, but I don't really understand what tasting notes are and how they differentiate it from just a flavored coffee. The tasting notes on the front, they were really what pushed me to order this coffee. They were strawberry, stone fruit, and cane sugar. So it seemed like an obvious play. Yeah. As someone who likes hot chocolate, and I'm speaking, of course, of you, I'm, I'm a black coffee drinker primarily. Um, it's not surprising that you would see strawberry, stone fruit, and cane sugar and think, oh, that's probably for me. Again, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was Whole30 compliant. I don't know that for sure. Overall, I mean, it was probably the best black coffee I've ever had. Didn't even have to put cream in it. That's, that's, not, that's not how black coffee works. That's, that's, that's been flavored. For those other black coffee connoisseurs that are listening, um, they'll happily tell you that if it's got sweetener in it in the blend uh, before it's brewed, it's that you know it's not black. 
Well, I don't know. I don't know about that, John, because this is different than flavored coffee. It just it just has tasting notes. Maybe somebody can solve this for us. I don't. But yeah, listeners out there, your independent grind at gmail.com, Please educate us. We're always we're very coachable. We love to learn. So, anyways, overall, coffee is great. I do want to throw a shout out for uh, Hansa Coffee Roasters in Illinois. Those were the fine people who roasted this coffee, and I believe the roast was called Hacienda La Bastia. So, number two, physical shop ambiance. Let's lay it out pretty simply. It's a moderately sized shop, not a ton of seating inside. On a good day, you have a lot of seating outside. When I came, uh, so this was this past Thursday, beautiful day, beautiful morning, true open door policy, front door and side door both thrown wide open. On a music standpoint, it was definitely a little more poppy than I would like. The, the genre was, I would say, light electronic, but it was consistent and it was easy listening. And then on another note, probably the biggest note as far as the music goes, the one song that I heard that I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty good. I shazammed it, and it was a song called Coffee by Sylvanesso. We can only give them so much grief because they clearly understand how to weave in theme to their playlist. But the thing that most grabbed my attention was the ambiance did have a distinct feel that is different than any of the coffee shops I've been into previously. Because as I was sitting there, I was looking at some of the people in line. People were filtering in. And the people who were standing in line, most of them were talking to each other. Hardly anyone was on their phone because I was there to review the coffee shop and I was being very attentive to the atmosphere. I did notice it and it gave me reason for pause. Um, and I was interested why this was, why people standing in line were, were all talking with each other. And it seemed like everyone was very friendly with each other. That's a big thing for you. I remember you saying that if you owned a coffee shop, you would have a no phones policy. Absolutely. Bring out the SAT bucket, make them drop them in. We don't care if you have to go to a different place to get your coffee. No phones here. But seriously, that's obviously not the way it is at Ground and Pound. People pull out their phones all the time. But there was something different. And people that didn't come together were talking and laughing with each other while they waited in line. And that's a very rare sight in a public place these days. Which brings me to the most important part of Ground and Pound, which is its story. What I'm most excited about, the reason why I started this episode out with that this was a special day. I had the opportunity to speak to both of the co-owners who were working in the shop on this morning, which as a side note, I mean, this was around eight in the morning, both co-owners in there handing out drink orders, saying hello to patrons. Rolling their sleeves up, not afraid to get their nose dirty. We love that. That is, that's we love that. Right so the co-owners, Sophia and Curtis, in separate conversations, each of them told me virtually the same thing when asked about what was important at Ground and Pound and why they decided to take the risk of entrepreneurship when they opened in October of 2019. Curtis said, and I quote, we're in the community business. Then he pointed out all of these people mingling in line together that I had noticed. And he knew them all by name, and he said that none of them had known each other before Ground and Pound. Sophia also had similar things to say. She told me, and I quote, we're in the community business, and we wanted to create a comfortable space to hang. So let me take a step back and ask you, 
what is it about independent coffee shops that you love so much and that here on the independent grind that we love so much? They're authentic. They are down to earth. They're in your backyard. They make you feel at home. What they offer, you just can't get anywhere else. There's a uniqueness and a personality to each coffee shop that we love uh, that invites you in and says, get your work done, enjoy some really good coffee, but be a part of our coffee shop. Absolutely. And to that, I would add, I think the good ones are, in a way, the heartbeat of their community. They're a place you can spend a lot of hours of your life and enjoy doing it. It's not really like a restaurant where you can come and go or, or a store where you really are there specifically for a transaction. To me, good coffee shops are a place to kill time and hang out with friends and get to know new people. And that's what I heard from Sophia and Curtis. When you walk in Ground and Pound, you can definitely tell that they are in the community business. I want to give you Sophia's story, which is actually really interesting, which John teased at the beginning of this show. The Sophia was a longtime stunt woman in Hollywood, and she was actually the stunt woman for Pink Power Ranger. Get out of here. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not even not only was she a stunt woman for a Power Ranger, but it was the best Power Ranger. Yep. So Sophia, originally from London, uh, she actually started working in a coffee shop when she was in London. So it's really cool to see that come full circle in her life. Uh, we had a, a good laugh about the fact that Americans are not quite as keen on having espresso to cap off to cap off the night as she is, um, which is why that Ground and Pound, unfortunately, they currently close at four. But good news, they are actually about to get their liquor license, so we can look forward to hopefully extended hours at Ground and Pound very soon. Ah, so Ground and Pound coffee and, and brew. Yeah, that's right. Expanding, expanding the, the offerings. All right. And as far as chain endangerment goes, did you get to have a conversation with them about that? Are they obviously they're a popular spot? Are they looking to expand? Very interesting news on this front. So they have already been approached by a third party, but they decided not to expand. Wow. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> They obviously, I think they have big things in store. It would not surprise me if they do end up expanding, but they want to do it the right way. And there also was a little bit of uh, added factors of they opened in October of 2019, just a few months before the pandemic really started ravaging full force in America. They applied for PPE and got turned down because their 2020 revenue was higher than 2019. 2019, when they were open for October, November, December. So, look, we are not a political platform. This is an apolitical podcast, but whoever's turning down support for independent coffee shops, that needs to stop now. I could not agree more. And apolitical, sure, but I mean, we throw our weight around for the independent coffee shop. That's how we started the podcast, was to shine a light on independent coffee shops, give them a platform where people go, oh, yeah, I listened to that independent grind podcast, and I heard about this awesome place called Ground and Pound in Alpharetta, and I've checked it out three times since then. Let's go ahead and transition to a few shots of espresso. It's that time. So I've got a couple of quick hitters for you, Matthew. First of all, if Ground and Pound were a Pixar movie, which one would it be? Wow. I have so many movies filtering through my head. I mean, 
it's hard for me not to say Cars because Cars is the best Pixar movie of all time. And I, <laughs> I just loved Ground and Pound that much. Yeah, I would say Cars. Great. Next question. Uh, is Ground and Pound a good date spot? Obviously, they close at four, but like Saturday morning date, is it a good spot? I would say it 100% is. It will be a much better date spot. I think it's a great date spot to go in the evening. And so, gentlemen, if you're thinking of asking a girl out and you want the first date to be great, why don't you just push it off a few weeks until Ground and Pound gets their liquor license? All right, it's mailbag time. Let's dive headfirst into the mailbag. You want to take the first question? Yeah, here's one from Mary Elaine. She writes us, Dear Independent Grinders, great podcast as usual. Question for the day. What's so bad about being in chain danger? Last I checked, Starbucks had some killer coffee. All right, next question. <laughs> well, no, it's, just, it's it's kind of amazing. We're, I guess, six, seven episodes in, and we haven't actually had to address this yet. But she asked a good question. What's the issue with chain endangerment? Um, I had a great conversation with a friend actually about this who is a, a big coffee fan. He shared with me, oh, you know what I love about independent coffee shops is a lot of them do their own grinding and their own roasting in-house. So the quality of the coffee is really, really good. And the bigger your, the bigger your restaurants get, like the more numerous they get, uh, you have to sacrifice quality in order to mass produce coffee. Anything you'd like to uh, add to Marilyn's question? Again, I hate to be brutal here, but I think it's best we just go on to the next question. Like it's one of those things if you have to ask, I think you're a little behind. Thanks for the question, Mary Lane. All right. You want to do question of the week? Let's do it. So this was on our minds, especially with my review of Ground and Pound. Based on my interview with Sophia and their soon to be expanding hours, we wanted to hear from our listeners when is your favorite time to be in a coffee shop? Morning, afternoon, late at night? If you're on Spotify, do us a favor and answer our poll. If you're listening elsewhere, shoot us an email with your thoughts. We did also want to institute uh, a new quick segment to round it out called Grinder of the Week. And I would like to give my Grinder of the Week award to Jim, a patron at Ground and Pound, who stopped me on my way out. Also, you know, I love that, having the, the courage to you know, stop a stranger. Stopped me on my way out. He heard me talking with the owners, and he wanted to reiterate their, their comments. He told me, and I quote, ground and pound is like the cheers of coffee shops. Well, Jim, if you're listening, I would be lying if I said that I knew what cheers was. But thanks to Google, I'm now picking up what you're putting down. I get it. Ground and pound very much so is the cheers of coffee shops. So for your outspoken love of ground and pound and the willingness to share it with me, we'd like to give you our first ever grinder of the week award. Did you actually have to look up Cheers? Yeah. Criminal. I, I, was, I, I watched probably like way too many hours of Cheers my senior year of college. Love Cheers. Great TV show. I have the, the loosest understanding possible of Cheers. It's great. Highly recommend. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Independent Grind podcast. Email us yourindependentgrind at gmail.com until next week remember guys sip local tip well <laughs>